welcome to the End to End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans, where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Hello and welcome to the End to End Football Podcast, episode number 82. You're here with me, myself, Stuart. Oh, I would say it was a glorious weekend, but we got stuff down in Bournemouth, so it's not that glorious. It's not that glorious. Unfortunately, no coulda this weekend. He didn't win the Euro Millions, so had to go to work instead. Could I feel your pain? Sean, how's it going, big fella? Absolutely splendous. <laughs> strolling along strolling along quite nicely shame Kuda's yes. not here today shame Kuda's not here today Abbas yeah, I like it. <laughs> don't think you want it to be <laughs> how's it going Abbas alright mate I mean, I'm mean, i alright we're, we're yeah? good we're good we're positive we're happy kind of needed Kuda here to just even things out man. I don't like being the only losing side anyway right let's run you through uh, this weekend's results so we started off on Saturday early kickoff Wolves versus Leicester 4-3 thriller then we had Bournemouth versus West Ham a 2-0 victory to Bournemouth another 4-3 filler thriller Liverpool versus Crystal Palace that was 4-3 like I said Man United versus Brighton 2-1 victory to the Red Devils Newcastle versus Cardiff a 3-0 victory to Newcastle Southampton versus Everton a 2-1 victory to Southampton Watford versus Burnley 0-0 Arsenal versus Chelsea a 2-0 victory to the Gunners Sunday's games Huddersfield versus Man City a 3-0 victory to Man City and Fulham versus Tottenham was a 2-1 victory to Spurs let's uh Let's start off with probably the, the two biggest names that went head-to-head at the weekend. Bournemouth versus West Ham. Nah, joking. Arsenal versus <laughs> Arsenal versus Chelsea at the Emirates. A 2-0 victory to the Gunners. And you know what? They done well. They done well, Arsenal, to bounce back after, obviously, the, the, the loss against West Ham last week to, to come back and, and beat Chelsea 2-0. They, they, they done well. They played some good football as well, actually, at times. They were all over Chelsea first half, especially... And to limit Chelsea to only one, one shot on target throughout the whole game is is definitely an accomplishment. I don't know whether that's Chelsea's downfall or Arsenal's greatness. We'll definitely stick with uh, Chelsea's downfall, I think, on that one. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it, was, it was all Arsenal and, you know, Lacazette at the post, the Bamiyang tried a bicycle kick. Um, and Lacazette scored one, scored one at the near post as well. I know, Sean, you don't like them ones. I don't know if you could blame the goalkeeper for that one. Oh, no, I can't. Nah. You know what? The touch that he took to get the ball down and he just pushed it forward, pushed it forward and bam. Bosh. Too much yeah. power. Too yeah. much power yeah, for the bro. keeper. I, I think I, I just put on my notes, touch, turn, smash. That's it, one <laughs> it's pretty much how it went. It was beautiful touch. Lovely yeah. little turn afterwards. And then the moment he, you know, he could see the goal, I be- I, moment I saw it, I was like, he's scoring that. Yeah, definitely scoring that. Bushed it, and, uh, yeah, no problem. Quality finish. Well, obviously you saw, the second goal. Was I was going to say comedy, you said that but... that one was quality <laughs> finish. Sure. What about the second one? Not so quality, but still the same result in the end. It comes bouncing off of Kashelny's shoulder after the uh, after the all impressive head swing. Yeah, <laughs> proper got his neck into it, missed the ball completely, bounced off his shoulder, loops into the corner, two 0 Arsenal, and. Ugh, 
Well, if, well, let's talk. But let's talk a little bit about Chelsea because uh, that was not impressive to say the least. Alonso hit the post from a header, and that was yeah. Yeah. pretty much about it as far as Chelsea were concerned. Once yeah. again, no striker involved, no Morata. Giroud late on, come off the bench, but no striker involved. Kante attacking midfielder. The defence looked a bit shaky, looked a bit rocky. So you could say they've got problems all over the pitch at the moment. They don't they don't look good. Well, yeah, I, I mean... I wouldn't really say over the pitch. I would say with the manager, really, he's lost a plot. I don't, I don't know what he gets out of picking the team. Well, not even picking the team he's picked, but putting the players in positions where they're ineffective. What's the point of having Kante there? What's the point of having Hazard up front? Yeah. Why not play Giroud there? He can hold the ball. That ball comes in the air. Hazard's not on it. He don't want to go for that. He's not on it. I don't. I don't know. I think this. Sir, this um, the, the style of play that um, Sarri wants to do. It needs a clinical striker that can get involved and who can also get involved with the play. Right. We saw it with Morata. Even when Morata was there, yes, he wasn't scoring goals, but he was part of almost every build-up, which then allowed people like Hazard and Willian to flourish. And obviously, Jorginho to look good. The moment you took out the striker, who can do the hold-up play, who can, you know, do the one-twos, be like, just just, somewhat, just be a little pillar for the attacking. The moment you take it out, the defenders, who, you're, you know, the opposition can put up a higher line. They can squeeze on Jorginho more and then makes the whole team ineffective because Kante is out. Kante can't support him. He's out there looking lost, right? Like a fish out of water. <laughs> the other midfielder who... I think gets away with murder, Kovacic or whatever his name is. I don't know what he does. Kovacic, <laughs> yeah. You know, we got. I know we all know I got the name wrong, but go with me. Anyway, I don't actually know what he does. Does he score goals? Does he assist? I don't get it. It seems like him and Jorginho do exactly the same job. He just nothing. does it for, uh, higher up. And to be fair, it's nothing. It's nothing. You can't pay, you know, a hundred passes or something like that. Have sixty-four. 64% of possession in an away game and only have one shot on target. Something's not working. And sorry, he's being difficult. He's being really difficult and stubborn. And this is not new. The funny thing is, it's not the first time we've heard a Chelsea manager go after his players. But usually, it's their second or third season and they've already won a trophy or won the league. So for him to be doing this so early on, spells dangerous for me. Will he be here after the summer? Question mark. I mean, everyone loved him in the beginning of the league when he was playing beautiful football and they were scoring. Now you're seeing the other end of him. Now, is he going to be here after summer? My God, big question mark. Who knows? But that leads us on to dish out the yell of the week. And it's definitely, as you can imagine, going to go to Sari for his lacklustre tactics. One shot on target. It ain't good enough, Sari. Sort it out, mate. So this is for you. Pathetic loser. Hey, do you want to put a special one for Jorginho? What? What? What do you think you do here? <laughs> what, that one? what? What would you say you do here? <laughs> yeah, too, right? There was also another thing in that game. Alonso, red card, hand in Maitland-Niles' face. That's that's going to be retrospective action, definitely. I, I, I reckon. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think you will get retrospective action. As a person that plays football, you get a lot of handbags in, in the game. And I, but I think that one was just too bait. But, um, yeah, you get in trouble for it. And the professional players should know better. 
they know there's like 17 million cameras on them. They're not going to get away with it. So, yeah, if something happens, good. good. Yeah, free match ban probably coming his way. So look forward to that in the post, Alonso. That's, uh, it's going yeah, well, to be coming. So you watch out like for them brown anymore, letter envelopes. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea fans don't like him anymore and they want to see the back of him. Well, there you go. He's, he's going to be missing for a couple of days. Maybe there'll, maybe there'll be some improvement. Maybe who, they won't. Who knows? Who knows? What about this? What about this um, Hudson Odoi? You reckon he's gonna go or stay or what? I don't think. To be Bayern... honest, I don't see him staying. You can't. You can't be a young player and stay at Chelsea. It doesn't work out. Nah. You... Yeah, it... I, I mean, in the long term, he's not gonna stay at Chelsea. I just don't think Bayern are actually gonna pay the money up. That's my thing. I think they will make. You know, I don't know what the cost Chelsea have put on his price that they put on his head. Fifty Let's million. Say it's for, 50, right. So, yeah. Bayern will not pay that, probably will not pay that money up front. They'll probably try and do instalments and this and that. And Chelsea don't need that. They don't care about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. William is still there and Barcelona have been trying their hardest to get him for 50. So, I don't think they really care about the money part. So, do I see him going to Bayern? No. But do I see him eventually having to leave? Yeah, definitely has to go. Gonna have to. Same with Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Yeah, he was just joined 100 and odd players that Chelsea have alone. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> right, that wraps that up let's, let's, let's trundle on up to Anfield where Sean was smiling like a Cheshire cat Liverpool versus Crystal Palace a 4-3 absolute thriller thriller and I bet this one had your heart beating a pretty fast Sean <laughs> too right mate he listen when I tuned in and I see it 1-0 to to, to um, Palace I was like these men are really trying to mess this up now. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> they tried to do us dirty again, eh? I was like, all right, cool. 1-0 and Liverpool, they huffed and puffed. Weren't really doing nothing in the first half. And boy, came out second half, came out with a bang. Solo, I don't know. I mean, yes, you can see Sackles. This is, all right, let me go back to the first half, the end of the first half. You can see Sackles, yes, he's kicked you. But me, you don't fall down like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm coming a into question a bit over the, pa- yeah, <laughs> over the past couple of weeks. But that one was despicable still. I'll be honest. <laughs> that one was despicable. I guess he's kicked you, but he didn't worry a drop like that. You know what? I was but actually it, coming to this podcast thinking Sean was going to defend him. I'm actually, it, it, I have it, it, to it, it, say, well I'm, done I'm, to you because... I'm shocked. I, I, yeah, I was, I'm shocked, but that... That four down was a bit free attic. Do you know what I mean? Nah, it's, it was mate. the late reaction. It was about three <laughs> yeah. seconds after he kicked him. He was like, oh, I've been kicked. Oh, I'm going to go down. <laughs> Do you know what the wickedest thing is? The way he's kicked him and the way he's fallen, it just doesn't make <laughs> sense. Nah, nah, nah. I'd rather if he had kicked you and you had just fallen forward and held your ankle or something. But my God. Oh, mate. Anyway, let me just move on from that. Despicable. <laughs> was, yeah, they come back out, second half, and boy, fortunes change. Now, I think Spironi should have possibly done a bit better for Salah's first goal. He should have come out and claimed that straight away, yeah. no problem. But, oh well, Salah, top-notch player that he is, flicked it in past him, boy. I was like, <laughs> come on. And I was thinking, all right, let's see how this is going to go a couple of minutes later. Firmino's in, deflected shot, another deflected shot for us. But, boy, we've got to win these games somehow. Then, when I saw it go 2-2, Tompkins, and I saw the what header J-Mo? that he scored. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see the header that he scored. I was thinking, oh, that's such poor defending. I was going wild. But then it didn't take too long for Salah to come back in, hey? And boy, 
What a ball by Firmino to, over to Milner, who then sends the ball over into the box and Spironi. Oh, Spironi. What a mistake you've done. <laughs> because it, Howler. Oh, Howler. Even a, mate, I don't know what was you thinking. Because if Salah sense. didn't touch that, that's an own no goal, goal for you, lad. Yeah. But hell, Salah went and touched it, just about got it over the line to make it his 50th league goal for Liverpool. Well, in the Premiership, yeah, so lovely jovely. <laughs> and then, what do we... I mean, Je- what's his name? Jeffrey Schlupp, he had a good opportunity as well. Yeah, he was unlucky. Fluffed his lines. Yep. Ah, man, he fluffed it, man. He's poor, man. He should have done a bit better with that. He should have at least got it on target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. He could have got sent off for the first one, I, I think, Milner. No, I don't think the first one was a red card. I didn't actually see the first one, but the second one, when knowing he has a yellow card, I was like, no one can really argue with that. No, nah, but he didn't even argue it, he knew it. He, he didn't even <laughs> yeah, argue it. You know what, he, he looked up like, right, and went, yeah, yeah, come on, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Straight yeah, to the shower. Right. I'll go jump cool. in the shower, yeah, shall I? Yeah, I got the shower to myself, lad. Yeah. But then, hey, ho, I thought it might be dicey come the end of the game because I know what Palace is like. But then Mane gets the fourth. I mean, yeah, there was a bit of controversy there because... A bit? A bit of controversy. A bit! <laughs> <laughs> a bit. <laughs> Robinson, Robinson playing basketball on the, on the touchline. <laughs> yeah, Robinson did handball the ball. He kept the ball in, yes. But hey, ho, let me get back. There's another incident I need to get to, yeah, before... Because I know Kuda would be going wild about that. But yeah, he kept the ball in, sent it to Mane. Mane cuts him from the left. And hey-ho, slips it in. And I thought 4-2. I did say 4-1. I thought, hey-ho, I'm in. <laughs> but oh, well, Liverpool don't make it easy for yourself. And boy, they made me sweat. Because that Max Meyer came and just slotted one past Alisson. And I was Good thinking, goal as well, Yeah, good knockdown from Conor Wickham. Mm. And... Max Meyer, he just tucks it in past Allison. Allison got a hand to it, but weren't strong enough to keep it out. But yeah. hey ho, we won the game, grounded out the win. But before I pass it on to you, Townsend, that was a handball. We should have had a penalty here <laughs> because I don't know what he was thinking. But then again, he gave the decision. He gave, he gave the other way. He gave it a foul to the What? He gave handball. He gave handball <laughs> yeah. the other way, didn't he? Yeah, to Marnie. Yeah, yeah, he, he said confused. it was Marnie. <laughs> I mean, they're two very different players, mate. Like, come on, you can see that. Come on, <laughs> that's all I've got to say. On that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, non-disputable. I can't can't really say too much about that one, to be honest with you. As you said, Sean, I mean, they're they're two different um, complexions, shall we say? Definitely, yes. and <laughs> should have should have definitely seen the difference. Anyway, that's that's for sure. But. How we missed that. The Robinson one, I can understand how the officials uh, missed that. If you watch back through that, any highlight program, the way they've magnified into to actually yeah, see exactly. the handball, you can you, understand why the officials missed to, it. Like, if you see it the first time round, you just think, was the ball off? That's mm. the only thing that really comes into your mind, is the ball off. Because that's what I thought as well. I was like, oh, is that ball off? Because I can't really tell. And then you know that the linesman is on the other side. I don't. Can he see? Probably not referee's position he can't see now someone may turn around and say this is where VAR would make a difference I don't know you don't know but you, you, you can get you can let that one off almost right that Townsend handball questionable but one thing's for sure he's not money 
<laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> we can confirm that. <laughs> we can confirm that from a mile away. That's not Manny. <laughs> so, what? How that mistake was made? We get that. Um, do you, you know what? As a neutral person, you can only say this is title-winning form for Liverpool. Can they really fray away from here? Right. Nah, but nah, nah, I feel, I feel you need to. That not only are they in form, they're in good form, yeah. But it's title-winning luck at yeah, the moment yeah. for for Liverpool. I'm saying they they are playing well, Sean. Don't don't jump don't jump on me. They are playing well, definitely. But the luck is something. Everything is going their mm, way. And that has I, changed. I mean, do you know what I mean it's January? Could they really have a f- uh, have a? Oh, I was about to use the f word. There. Uh, could they really mess up mess from up. February onwards? I don't think so. I mean, I'd love to see it, but I don't <laughs> think so, right? And it's just scary to to think that as a United fan, I have to wish that Man <laughs> City win over Liverpool. Wow. Disgusting! It's a disgusting feeling. Yeah, it's a lovely dilemma for you to have. Feeling, absolute disgusting feeling. But what can you say? We, we just. Just watch and, and hold our heads in, in total pain because, boy, it's looking good. Well, one, well, one thing's for sure. It's not going to be United to lift the trophy, is it, at the end of the boy, season? So we're gonna, 100. That's, that, that's, that's 100. <laughs> before, before we move too far and before we move too far and there is something that we have to dish out, dish out for this game. And wow. as we said, it, it was unfortunate, but probably, probably Spironi, you're to blame for two goals, at least one especially, but two goals you could probably get the blame for. So yeah. for this week, you are definitely going to get the player L of the week. Here you go. You are one pathetic loser. Yeah. Well, but you are you are a legend in my eyes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Palace Palace played well, you know. Palace done they all did. right. They they they're unfortunate. They're unfortunate, and keep on saying this about Palace a lot this year as well. And they they have been unfortunate. But you know, when you come up against Liverpool, you got to have the luck on your side, and that's definitely one thing that was firmly firmly in Liverpool's <laughs> in Liverpool's corner this week for them. So I guess. I'm not sure who they got next, but they're just going to have to roll it through to the next match and, and same with Liverpool and, and keep it going, see if they can lift the title for the for the first time or the first Premier League title anyway for Liverpool. So let's see what happens. Another another absolute thriller this weekend, 4-3 again, Wolves versus Leicester. And uh, this one belongs to Jota, I believe. Blimey, he had an absolute fantastic, fantastic game. He was unbelievable in this match. Unbelievable! Beat Danny Simpson to the near post for the first goal. Yeah, um, peach of a cross as well. It was a lovely cross. Uh, Ryan Bennett scored as well with the head. Beating Maguire in the air, and so Gray Martin brought it back. Ball. Yeah, Gray. That was a good run by Gray. Yeah, <laughs> well, oh, great individual run yeah, by yeah, Gray. Definitely. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And uh, the the equaliser came up, and you thought, okay, this is this is all right. This is okay. And then uh, Jota. Jota again with the second of the game. Wes Morgan hits back. So it's, it's, it's an absolute thriller. And as we say on this podcast, it was end-to-end stuff. This is where oi, we get oi. the name from. You know, you have to drop it in there. The end-to-end football Quickly. podcast, you know. And then Jota, <laughs> Jota completes his hat-trick. And uh, Neves, a couple of superb passes in this match. And, and this one 
for the for the winning goal, set off Jimenez, who squares it over to Jota, who dispatches the shot past Michael. No problem whatsoever. Santo could not resist but to run on and celebrate with his players. Um, and why not when it's a last-minute equaliser after such a thrilling game like that? But yeah. he got sent off. Well, winner. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, the winner. Sorry, yeah, yeah, the winner. And uh, he's the same referee that never sent off Jurgen Klopp. So... Obviously, he's had his wrists slapped since uh, the the Jurgen Klopp Liverpool Everton game, so he was definitely not going to make that mistake again and send the manager <laughs> off. So that that was probably why he he got the red card for that. He didn't want another reprimand against his name. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Said, oh no, no, I don't want to get. It. I don't yeah. want to have the end to end football podcast talking about me again. And <laughs> <Gonna> get out. <laughs> oh, as we say a lot of this show. Rules are rules. So, listen, managers can't encroach into the into the playing area, no matter what the circumstances. No matter how are. your emotions are. Yep. But he took, he took it. took it like lads. a man. To be fair, after his uh, his his post match interview, he took it like a man. He was like, yeah, ran onto the pitch, couldn't couldn't resist, and deserved the red card. So, that was that. Being a goalkeeper in his playing days, I'm sure he never saw too many red cards. So, one one for the books for him for uh, Santo to get one. Yeah, so, exactly. But it was a good game. Big three points for um, Wolves. As for Leicester, a massive, massive loss for, for Leicester. Claude Puyol. Oof, dicey times for you. You don't want to fall out with these Leicester players. Just like exactly. we were saying with uh, Chelsea before, you don't want to fall out with these players because they will down tools. There's no <laughs> question about yeah. it. They yep. will down tools. <laughs> no, no doubt about it because... Like I said, we have seen this before. Just just ask Serenieri how their uh, loyalties lie and you will get a, a very honest answer from them. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't, I don't see him lasting too much longer because he's had quite a few bad results now. And yeah. they don't like the football. Yeah. And when Jamie Vardy comes out and says, I don't like playing your style of football, it's... Uh, yeah. Game over. Mm-hmm. Very, very dicey. The only very, thing, I think the only thing that game. saves him is they're in ninth position, which is... Not unusual for Leicester around about this time of the season, but I swear, yeah, yeah, expect them to be. Yeah, the, the style of play is it's not working. But I don't know. He scored three goals away from home. You almost expect to win, but the defending isn't up to much at the moment. You know, missing Harry Maguire as well. We're not injured in that match, so who knows what the future holds for him. Who knows, Mr. Claude Poyel, you could be on the unemployment list very, very soon. And no one. I think it will be that, if I'm honest. <laughs> I don't see him lasting too much longer. Well, you know what? If they do decide to sack him now, I feel for the next manager because I'm sure they've got Man United, Liverpool, and then Tottenham. So. Ah, it looks, <laughs> it looks like a job. It looks like a job for uh, Mark Hughes. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's he's not gonna get regurgitated into the Premier League. Surely, surely not. Surely there's <laughs> no that. there's no chairman that. out there that will take a punt on a on Mark Hughes when you got Sam Allardyce and and David Moyes out there. So I don't know. Well, we'll we'll leave that one to be uh, desired because there is the Huddersfield job to uh, take over. So who knows? Newcastle versus Cardiff. Let's move on to that three 0 victory to Newcastle. A very, very surprising 3-0 victory because Newcastle don't normally score that many goals. And, uh, well, they did. And it was... I, I, I think he's a right-back, isn't he? 
that scored the, yes, the first yes, goal. Scored, yeah. Unbelievable yeah. run once again, like we said, for Damari Gray's goal. This uh, sheer, sheer guy, he was not messing about whatsoever. The, Great individual the, the run. finish as well. Oh, love it. Was, it was a bit of poor defending from Cardiff. No one really closing him down, but the finish, like you said, Abbas, was, was absolutely fantastic. And uh, in this match as well, Rondon decided to uh, become AJ instead and absolutely knock out Bennett in the penalty area because <laughs> this uh, looked like a heavyweight punch it was, was Rondon didn't throw a punch let me get it out there he, he shot or crossed or something and absolutely knocked the uh, the Cardiff defender for six lucky not to get a concussion to be fair because he looked like Mate, he was out for the count he looked like he got licked with a cannon <laughs> his head went all and his body went all scared yeah. and he just went he was gone yeah <laughs> Fair play to Rondon, kicked it straight out of play, so he, he saw the seriousness, but Giza got straight back up, not, not a problem whatsoever. They're right back there again for Newcastle uh, after the corner, scores the goal, the cells set it up, and then uh, Rondon crosses the ball for Pires for 3-0. For Newcastle yep. absolutely destroyed Cardiff in this, who just yeah. weren't at the races for large portions of this game. Big three points for Newcastle, took them out of the relegation zone, put Cardiff in it, so... Massive, massive three points at the at the bottom of the table. Let's go on to your boys, Abbas. Man United versus Brighton, two one victory to them. How did you see this one, mate? I was it was um it was a little bit more difficult than the scoreline would suggest. And you know, at first we seemed like we were gonna roll steamroll Brighton out, out of the water, but um it, it didn't really end up that way. Rashford had a shot early, blocked early, it was blocked off the line. Uh Pogba with a lovely first touch to get into the box. And then obviously got um, tackled and fouled in the penny area. Changed his run up a little bit. Does start slowly. Then all of a sudden sprints off to hit the ball. Yeah, it didn't take 10 minutes. So Yeah, it didn't take 10 minutes, plus. 100 and whatever <laughs> steps. But uh, yeah, still good. Good penalty in the end. Put it right in the corner. Goalkeeper couldn't save that. We got some. Uh, we had some excellent passing. The same sort of... The football that we've always, we always want at United. Nice pass, slick. You know, it's quite nice. And then uh, Lindelof played in a beautiful ball from the back into, for Martial to have a slight one-on-one. Keeper did well to save that as well. Uh, Delop, who's now playing on the left-hand side for this game, goes on a run, one step over, beats one man, runs, sees the second man, puts the ball in between, Rashford takes it on, cut back, and a beautifully curled shot to make it 2-0. Now, again, from this point, I was thinking... We've, we've got them. We've got them on the ropes. Second half, Rashford put in, a, again, a fantastic cross. And I think Lingard was absolutely wasteful with it and didn't even get the shot on target. If he'd got it on target, I think it's a goal. And I think probably the best goal of the game, actually, I have to say, beautiful cross from um, from Brighton player outside of his right foot, curled it straight to Gross, who controlled it, brought it down, put it into the roof of the net against uh, United. And there was a little bit of a scare afterwards. There are... A lot of positive to take. Um, if this was under Jose, we lose this game. Simple as that. We play negative. <laughs> and it was just enjoy. All it is is that it's enjoyable to watch. And we're winning at the moment. Seven out of... Who's that? <laughs> seven out of seven games won. So we go on from there. We push on. You know, with all these wins, we're in a you know, fantastic position oh of six. Oh boy, obviously way too excited there. <laughs> obviously way too excited. But hey, oh, we, we, I digress. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on while we can. Bournemouth versus West Ham. Unfortunately, a 2-0 victory to uh, Bournemouth. The Cherries, as they're called. 
pretty, pretty uh, uneventful first half from from both teams. Nasri and Brooks both going close for for for, for the same sides, and uh, Fabianski made a couple of good saves second half. First from Cook, then from his own man Zabaleta, he had to pull out the save, and then probably the game game changing moment fell to the donkey himself, Andy Carroll. <laughs> Blimey, I mean, th- this is what we got for the rest of the season, lads. So, you know, stick with it because he skied it from two yards out. I make mean, no mistake about it either. Antonio was was uh, was pretty bad in that situation as well. Under, couldn't wrap his foot around it, bounced off, went back to Carroll, and then Carroll absolutely skied it. What a donkey you are. But then, <laughs> <laughs> but then about two seconds later, the man himself that always, always scores against West Ham, and I knew he was going to score as soon as I saw he was playing, back fit typically, for West Ham what a volley this was as well by the way oh, yeah. Callum Wilson what a goal what a goal if Beautiful. it wasn't against my team I would I would give it even more props but it was <laughs> against my team 7 in 7 for Callum Wilson against West Ham so like I said always turns up for West Ham unfortunately and then could add a second hit the post as well moments after yeah. and then King racks up the three points for Bournemouth Brooks squares it and pretty much empty net I'm not sure what Fabianski was doing for this goal I have to say he went for a little wander and ended up in no man's land and yeah it wasn't the best of goalkeeping from my hammer of the year but still we'll we'll leave you at that Fabianski we don't have to say too much mate you saved us a lot of times this season so we'll give you that one for free make no mistake about it you make another mistake for that I'll call you out but (laughs) for now (laughs) for now you're safe and sound but Pretty pretty typical West Ham uh, performance, if I'm honest with you. You know, turn up against Arsenal and then don't really turn up against Bournemouth. It's what you could probably say is just a, a typical thing for a mid-table team to do. You know, turn up for the big teams, not so much against the the uh, teams that you should be beating in and around you. So that was it was a big three points lost. But like I said, Bournemouth always beat us. I wasn't really that confident, but. I have my prediction down as 3-0, but I've always got to back my side no matter what. doesn't matter who we're playing, but hey-ho, you win some, you lose some. But that's all, that's all I can say about that match. It just comes down to the donkey, really. So that's, that's really <laughs> much it. <laughs> Hernandez, get well soon, sir. <laughs> Southampton versus Everton. Let's move it on from that abysmal game. Southampton versus Everton, 2-1 victory to the Saints. And Hassan Hutu once again turning the screw at Southampton absolutely looked like a different different outfit altogether I mean Redmond's playing with an absolute beaming smile on his face at the moment every time the camera panned to him you can see he's just enjoying his football and he's a good little footballer as well you need to keep him happy if uh, Southampton are gonna get anywhere and they hit the post twice in the first half Southampton so Mm. definitely all over Everton who really didn't turn up in this game until they were 2-0 down but uh, James Ward-Prowse, another. I mean, we've 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 had some goals this week, that's for sure. Ward-Prowse was another one straight past Pickford, who had no chance. Top corner, beautiful, beautiful great goal, goal. Yeah. and and probably one of the craziest own goals you're going to see this season. With um, it, what's his name? Dine, Ding, Ding, Dingney. Ding. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I need one I'm of those. I'm not even going to bother. I'm not going to try and jump in on that. You it's because of the way it's written down. It's, it's Digny written down, but I know it's not. I think it's Dean. 
Yeah, if you're yeah, going to pronounce it, it's Dean. Dean. But it was, <laughs> I mean, he tried to tackle Redmond, basically, who was one-on-one with a goalkeeper and then slots it past the Pickford. I'm sorry, with, I'm, I'm blaming Pickford for that, man. That ball was so, it, it seemed so slow going past nah, him. Nah, I can't blame Pickford for that because that, that come out of nowhere. Sigerson gets a goal back for Everton, but... Slotted, yeah. Yeah, it, it it wasn't wasn't to be was not to be massive victory for Southampton as they roll on, but li- look at this, Everton, two wins in the past ten games, two wins in the past ten games, that is just not good enough for an Everton side. I'm sorry, Marco Silva, that is just not good whatsoever. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're out of the top ten now, isn't it? As well, it's it's a, it's abysmal. It's abysmal. When you look at their yeah, squad and the players now. that they got, it's that's not good enough. It's not good enough as far as I'm concerned. And and the Everton, listen, me and Kuda will both vouch for this. I'm not one for Sam Allardyce, but was it really that much worse with Sam Allardyce at the helm? I don't think so. Not exactly. I mean, playing they, they may turn around and football. say they play better football underneath. Um, Do they? Boy, questionable. Do they? Um, they may turn around and say they play better football, maybe they have a better squad, but well and truly, if you don't get the results, none of that really matters at the moment. Where's this Rich Arlerton been? Where's Where's he been? Hey, is he injured? I thought oh, he was, he was injured. playing. He was no, playing. He was yesterday, playing. Mate. He was oh, playing. He's, he's missing. Boy, he's, he's just missing. He's, he's he missing is. so much, I thought he was injured. Exactly, wow. there yeah, you go. There you go. Wow. And then uh, the nil-nil draw with uh, Watford. Burnley had a goal disallowed. Blatantly should have stood. Blatantly yeah, definitely, should have stood. Definitely. Despicable that. Oh. Shocking for decision. Me, for me, that's the only talking point of this damn. No, no, there's another there's another talking point that you're missing out here. Another clean sheet for Burnley and another non appearance for oh, Joe Hart. You... There you go. <laughs> really? There you go. See? Told you there was another talking point. Really, Stuart, you're really, really rubbing this in on Joe Hart, innit? <laughs> <laughs> there, there's another one. Go um, Barnes, he missed from five yards oh, yeah. as well. Was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That he was could be in the same league as, well. as the donkey this week, definitely. Now nah, the donkey's one was worse. He was two all years right, up. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Don't, don't try and move on. Move donkey of the week to someone else. Yeah. Nah, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you hold that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, listen. Andy Cow is not the donkey of the week. He's the donkey of the lifetime. That's what he is. He's, he's a donkey. He's. I'll take my hat off to that. He is a donkey. There we go. There's there's no there's no dispute in it. Anyway, today's game is Huddersfield versus Man City. 3-0 victory to Man City. Pretty standard procedure for, for Man City, I reckon, in this game against a managerless oh, Huddersfield. I, go on. I, I look at the first half and Pep must have been upset. The, the speed in which they were playing. I know Huddersfield... I have to say something about this, but I know Huddersfield didn't really put any pressure on them, but, the, you know, they were lethargic, they were slow. You know, that... That first goal was a deflection. Take out that deflection, that goal doesn't happen, really. And then probably the whole half would have been nil-nil. Probably would have given Huddersfield more confidence to go up and try and do something on the other end. Second half, they came up with the intensity you expect from them. And with that intensity, it got two goals. No surprise there. You know, Sane being um, he a uh, provider and a goal scorer himself. Not, no surprise there. But I have to say... I understand that people are scared to get beaten by Man City. But this negative drab football that Huddersfield... I mean, they just... You know, the manager's gone, who no one liked because of the way he was playing defensively. And the caretaker does exactly the same thing, probably even a slightly worse. This could got to be unacceptable for the, for the Premier League. 
to be playing this sort of football and 11 men in their, in their own half and then still there was gaps for Man City to play so you haven't really done anything I, I don't even know the stats as well let me see if I can even get the stats I, 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 don't, see, I don't see I don't see a way back for Huddersfield I think they're gone yeah, they're, they're, they're dead and buried. I mean, they'd be an absolute fool as a manager. And I know Premier League managers get paid loads. Yeah, but if you're Sam Allardyce and you're you're sitting there and the Huddersfield chairman phones you up, you're thinking, mate, I've never been relegated in my life. I am not, not taking boy, that job. No way. I tell you yeah, what, man, you can call on, boy. Mark Hughes. <laughs> or Pardew. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, listen, you got to be looking to next season in the championship as far as I'm concerned. For for Huddersfield, you got to be building. You know what? That's the thing because you look at their squad, right? Fair enough. They, I mean, they added Jason Punchin. If you, you know, I don't know if that's really an addition that they should be proud of. It's, but it's a you championship look at their squad, squad. You don't. There is no one here. I think Moy is injured. Moo, Moy. Yeah, I think he's, he's injured, injured at the moment. And other than him, there is no one in that squad that you oh, says yeah, You know, they're gonna score. They're gonna do well in this league. And. Yeah, but even him, even him, as you would say, is is their best player. He's not really like mm. exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That, that, and that's my point. If that's your best player, and you go, he's not really. Uh, if you're doing that to their best player, it's downhill from there, isn't it? Really? Yeah, and, it's and a wrap. It's a, yeah, as you say, it's a wrap. I, There's I no point you've even tried to dissect it. They're gone in it. It's done. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, sorry, Huddersfield fans. There you go. Don't bother tuning in to any Premier League football for the rest of the season because you are dead and buried. <laughs> well, do you know what? Even if they win games, it's not good. it's not going to be enough to drag them out. Nah. I think they're just dead and buried. I think yeah, they're, they're they just points. might as well set their hearts on let's getting back out of the championship let's play this season way, yeah. or something. They're eight points behind Cardiff, and Cardiff, we all, I think everyone said, are definitely going down. That's problematic <laughs> you it is problematic eight, eight points is a lot is a lot to, like bloody hell. yeah it's, it's a it's a lot to claw back eight points especially at the bottom of the table because those those runs don't come easily boy they do not come easily anyway one one more game to get through Fulham versus Tottenham a two one victory to Spurs a Harry Kane-less Spurs manages to rely on a Harry Winks to uh, score the winner Abbas or Sean, you probably saw a lot more of this game than me. I was taking a Sunday afternoon sabbatical, so <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't I mean, really know what what went on in this game. To be fair, it, it it was it was pretty much attack versus defense, and it wasn't the greatest attack, and it definitely wasn't the greatest defense. Um, <laughs> um, that's it Abbas you build you it up you build up the it game, up really. that's a pretty much summed up the game right you know I, you were here 2-1 and you think well Fulham must have done something yeah no Lorente done something and scored an own goal from I don't know what he couldn't pick up he couldn't move his legs from this corner I don't even know why he was there on ugh, terrible terrible own goal now you think from that point Fulham will try you know be a little bit more well, they can't be defensive because I don't think they have defenders. I don't think anyone in that team wants to defend. But let's talk about the goal, for instance. Ericsson has the ball edge of the edge of the box after a bit of a, you know, a bit of a madness inside the box trying to clear it. He picks up the ball. No one closes him down. Ericsson in front of the goal is a dangerous prospect for any team in the Premier League, let alone Fulham. He looks up. He can see Dele Alli making a run. He pings it into a good area. Now, for me personally, there's three people that should be in trouble for this 
One, the goalkeeper, because I think he should have come out and claimed it. It wasn't a six-yard box. He could, he would have put 100%. a hundred percent. He could at least put Deli Ali up by coming. And again, he would have won it if he had come to punch. That's a, that's how high the ball was. It was perfect for him. Two, the centre back that ducked, expecting to get clattered from the goalkeeper that never came out. You, my son. Oh my days. The TV screen has you. You ducked. You were going backwards. You were looking at the flat of the ball. You didn't hear a call. There was no call. There's clearly no call. Goalkeeper didn't say a word. Right? You don't do your job as a defender and try and get head that ball out. And then the third man, Christy, you can see that ball is going to go over the defender. You can see the goalkeeper's not coming out. And you can see Dali Ali. And you decide, <laughs> I'm not going to get there in time. I'm not even going to bother trying. Big so man. basically, yeah, that's what you're trying to say about the, the Fulham back line. disgust me. Basically, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. Now, the, the, the winning goal, 93rd minute, I think it was. The reason why this is funny is because on the 92nd minute, Fulham had a free kick <laughs> in the attacking position. And the same player, the left back, had the free kick on his foot. He didn't point to any of his players to go down the line. He decided with a minute left, I'm going to whip in this ball into, <laughs> into Tottenham's box. It was a dreadful ball. There was no one near it. <laughs> there was literally no white shirts near this ball. <laughs> keeper came out. This was what the keeper should have done the first time and claimed it. The worst thing is the keeper took two goals to claim this ball and there was no white shirts next to it. Right? Now the same player who was brilliant at thinking I'm going to whip this ball into the box decides he can see Harry Winks. He can see how Winks calling for the ball, right? He's literally watching him from almost edge of the box to inside the six-yard box where he headers it ball in for the, for the winning goal. And you're just looking at that going, thinking, if I was the manager and I had something on me, it could be anything, these, all these players are getting something thrown at them. I don't know how <laughs> Rieni is not going to beat up some of these players, man, because I would. I definitely would. Or at least attempt to. One of them will get punched. Because you can't... <laughs> you need points. Fulham are not on the greatest run. You need the points. And it's that concentration of shutting off in these last 10 minutes of games that has been costing them games in the last couple of games. FA Cup being the most important one. They shut off after 86 minutes and it's costing them games. And they've done it again. And they're going to continue doing this. It, it means nothing about the football they're playing and how they're attacking, if they're at the back, they keep falling asleep. No one wants to be held accountable. No one, no <laughs> one is giving up for that shit. No, no one's giving 100 for that shirt. Uh, and I just feel sorry. It doesn't matter who they hire as a manager. It's not Rani's fault. I don't think it's his fault, but bloody hell, man. That's, lads, <laughs> fix up, man. <laughs> fix up. <laughs> well, with, with, that, with that unexpected Fulham rant, um, that wraps up Imagine. the... Uh, <laughs> not even my that's team complete, I was that angry I know that was completely <laughs> unexpected that wraps up this week's uh, weekend review let's move it on to predictions Sean what are we saying what's the fixtures right let's kick this off we've got Arsenal v Cardiff I've got Arsenal for a 5-0 victory yeah I'll go, I'll go with a 3-0 Arsenal victory come on Cardiff I need you to do a 1-0 stun them <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright mate Alright we've got Fulham v Brighton This has got 1-1 one, one written all over it for me I'll go with a surprise 1-0 victory to Brighton 
Yeah, because of the defending I saw today, I'd definitely go to Brighton. <laughs> 2-0 Brighton. All right, we've got Huddersfield free Everton. I've got Everton for a 3-1 victory. Huddersfield 1-0. <laughs> 3-0 Everton. We've got Wolves free West Ham. Oh, my goodness. 4-1 Wolves. Oh, my... 4-1, Sean. <laughs> Sean. That is despicable. I'll go for a 2-1 victory to the mighty, mighty Hammers. Come on. Yeah, I apologise in advance, Stuart. I'm seeing this as a 3-0 for Wolves still. Oh, wow. All right. 4-1 and 3-0. <laughs> Wait. We got, <laughs> <laughs> we got Man United v Burnley. I got this for a 2-2. Burnley 2-0. Mm-hmm. Whoa, buddy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, United 4-1. Right, we've got Newcastle for Man City. Boy, i got Man City for a 4-1 victory. I'll go for a Man City standard 3-0 victory. I think it's going to be closer than that. I think 3-2 City. Right. I wanted to say Newcastle, but I can't even... <laughs> I can't, I can't got, even lie to myself. We've got Bournemouth v Chelsea. i got Bournemouth for a shock 2-1 victory. Go on, Sean. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's too much of a shock, man. I've I got, I got Bournemouth to win 2 0. Yep, I've got Bournemouth 2 1. Oh, gosh, Chelsea are going to win it 3 0. <laughs> We've got <laughs> Southampton v Palace. I've got a 3 2 Southampton. 2 2 draw. Yeah, I've got Southampton winning this 1 0. We've got Liverpool v Leicester. I've got 3 1 Liverpool. Oh, Leicester. I can't, I can't even back Leicester, man. Look. 3 0 Liverpool. 2 2 Leicester. <laughs> 2 2 Leicester. 2 2 Leicester. Come on. He doesn't want to say Liverpool. Alright, alright. Alright. And on to the last one. On to the last one. We've got Head Spurs 3 Watford. I got Watford for a shock 2 1 victory. Watford all day, 2 0 Watford. Hey, and the Hornets. Watford 3 1. Oh gosh, that means Tottenham are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and do you have it? Wraps it up nicely, right? Whew. Gamble responsibly as always. Don't don't be uh, wasting all your money, but it's worth a little punt. Definitely worth a little punt. When the fun stops, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Always stop before the fun stop. No matter what you're doing, that's a good that's a good ethos to live your life by. Yeah, but life, mate. Telling you. <laughs> if you've uh, enjoyed today's show, and let's be honest, how could you not? You know, share it out. Let the love surround everybody. Share it to your nan, your dad, your mum, anyone, all your friends, because we're out there on everything. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. The whole shebang, the whole nine yards. We're, we're there, the end-to-end football podcast. Just Everywhere. check that out. Yeah, man. Everywhere Feedback you as well, can man. think of. Give us some comments. We don't mind. Yep. We'll respond to you, man. We'll, we like having a little debate on our Twitter, as you may have seen. <laughs> yep. We're there, on the, we're, on the, we're there on the socials as well. Facebook, end-to-end football podcast. Twitter, E2E football pod. Instagram, end-to-end football podcast. So like I said, we're on everything. 
check us out. We've got loads of stuff. YouTube channels there as well. So don't don't be shy, as Abbas said, with the comments, because we're certainly not shy with the comments. So feel free. Feel free to give us your opinion. We're glad to hear it. And uh, all right, we'll see you next week. Laters. Oh. Wait. All right. Bye. Hold on. Are you my name? I scream at people of course. I've had gone down. Get it, Mandel. 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 Yeah. <laughs>